pre-constructed commander deck that came with Aminato and what it boasts for Oathbreaker. Since Aminato is a planeswalker, we could use her as our Oathbreaker. And then we can pair her with any kind of signature spell, really, from the deck. But not sure which one would be the best. Depends completely on your strategy. But I did pull some other cards out of the deck, which I think will be great if you decide to build Aminatu. And some of these cards will be good, even if you're not. If you're just putting in white, blue, or black, or a combination of the colors. And here is six cards from the deck that will be good in pretty much any commander deck and not any commander deck any oathbreaker deck my bad two of which are colorless but the other four are blue and they're mostly control so the other first two are mindstone and forge of heroes they're pretty universal forge of heroes uh, you can tap it the turn that your planeswalker comes in it gets an extra loyalty mindstone pay two it comes in artifact it taps boost and mana or pay one tap mindstone sacrifice draw a card and then the other blue cards is portent ponder brainstorm and devastation tide which most people know exactly what they do already and if you're not sure devastation tithe is basically return all non-land permanents to their owner's hands except for emblems which makes emblem creating planeswalkers incredibly scary in oathbreaker <laughs> she just can't do anything after the fact anyway moving on to aminata the fate shifter let's evaluate her one white one blue one black for a legendary planeswalker amanato she comes in with three loyalty counters you can plus one draw a card then put a card from your hand on top of your library this will change up your hand but also not really because the following turn you'll basically have exactly the same hand as you would have if you didn't do anything so it is very interval if you have some other stuff going on involving the top of your deck sure that's going to be great and i did select a few cards that play very well in conjunction to that such as entreat the angels which is usually white 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 xx create x four four white angel creature tokens with flying but miracle you may cast this card for its miracle cost when you draw if it's the first card you drew that turn white white and x so almanac to the fate shifter Say you already have Entreat the Angels in your hand, you plus one her, now you take whatever cards on the top of your library, put it in your hand, and then put Entreat the Angels on top of your library. Turn goes around, you take Entreat the Angels, cast it for its miracle cost, and now you have like three, four, five, six, four, four flying angels, and you're just going to beat your opponents to death with them. Something like that. And the other one, which is also good in that situation would be Entreat the Dead and Terminus. Terminus, Miracle Cost is one white for put all creatures on the bottom of their owner's libraries. This would be good in any other white deck because white doesn't have good draw, but other than that, it's four white white, so it wouldn't be very good in any other circumstance. But, again, there's not a lot of draw power in white decks, so I think you could probably get it for its Miracle Cost as long as you don't draw it first thing and Entreat the Dead x black black sorcery return x start creature cards from your graveyard to the battlefield and these would not work super well as a signature spell because the ability wouldn't trigger for a miracle another card that would be good 
Oh, let's continue with Aminadu first before moving on. Minus one. I like this ability. Exile another target permanent you own, then return to the battlefield under your control. Lots of ETB triggers effects. Exile another target permanent. That doesn't mean, oh, creature specifically. It could be anything. Such as... Moldrifter. When it enters the battlefield, draw two cards. Moldrifter is four and a blue for a 2-2 flying elemental. Enters the battlefield, draw two cards. Or you can evoke it for two and a blue if it's early in the game. I like Moldrifter and Oathbreaker because if it's early game and I need gas to fill my hand because I don't have anything good, Moldrifter, okay, now I draw cards. Later in the game, if I want to, I can still just treat it like divination or I can now have a 2-2 flying creature that can go over my opponent's creatures deal damage to their planeswalker so that Moldrifter as an example works great with that ability but Moldrifter works great in any other blue deck as well and then the uh, the final ability minus six for Amanacho the fate shifter choose left or right each player gains control of all non-land permanents other than Amanacho the fate shifter controlled by next player in the chosen direction so basically everybody takes their cards and passes it along and that probably won't necessarily be the best thing and they wouldn't trade along planes not not planeswalkers yes that would trade planeswalkers as well except for Amanacho it would not trade emblems though so I believe the plus one ability for Aminatu and Earthbreaker is very iffy if you want to make your deck all about the control aspect. But the minus one is pretty universally powerful. Even though it says exile another target permanent you own, you couldn't bounce an opponent's thing to be like, hey, bro, you've got your Grave Titan. I'll get you two more zombie tokens if you do this for me. Okay, no, that is not going to happen. So Primordial Mist is an enchantment for four and a blue. At the beginning of your end step, you may manifest the top card of your library. So this comes out later in the game, but you can exile a face-down permanent you control. At any time, exile a face-up, and then you may play that card this turn. You still pay its cost. Timing rules still apply. So if you did play like a Terminus... And you're like, uh-oh, I have the mana, I'll still play it anyway. You can go ahead and do that. You wouldn't get the miracle cost, so that was a bad example. But say Moldrifter, you could still pay five mana and play it later. And each turn, it's getting you another little creature to help defend Aminatu. So that's why I like Primordial Mist. An enchantment, yes. And Utter End to a white and a black. For an instant, confirm mana cost of four, exile target non-land permanent. This can get rid of pretty much anything. It can get rid of your opponent's Planeswalker if they're about to cast their signature spell and mess up your game plan. You can be like, uh-uh, Utter End to your Planeswalker. Now your signature spell doesn't go through, so Utter End is magnificent, and this could even be your signature spell for Aminatu if you choose so, as well as Sorin. As just as another example, Dusk Mantle Seer 2, blue and a white, you'd have to play this in Demir. Four power, four toughness, vampire, wizard with flying, so it can go over your opponent's creatures and damage the planeswalker, or that player. At the beginning of your upkeep, each player reveals the top card of their library. Loses life equal to the card it's converted mana cost, then puts it into your hand. I think Dusk Mantle Seer would go great with Aminato's first ability, because you can control the top of your library 
to make sure you are getting low mana costed spells sitting on top. And that way you don't lose as much life. Everybody else is still losing life. It's Oathbreaker. We only have 20 life. And the game is going to go on for a decent amount of time. So we want them to be fudged over. And it's a 4 power, 4 toughness flyer. So it's not like it's easy to take down. And it's 4 mana. Aminatu would come out and you'd be able to use her before Dusk Mantle Seer. So you could Aminatu turn 3, Dusk Mantle Seer turn 4, and it runs smoothly. This next card, Crystal Ball, is 3 generic artifact. You pay 1 mana, tap Crystal Ball, and then you scry 2. Yes, this goes great with the first ability of Aminatu, her plus 1, changing up the top of the deck, but this also fits really nicely into any deck that really wants to see what's coming to help you out later in the game and since it's not <laughs> i don't think it's a super popular card i haven't heard anybody really talking about it on twitter so i was like hey i'll just mention this because it's pretty sweet and geode golem is also pretty sweet for five mana generic artifact creature golem it's a five power three toughness with trample Whenever Geode Golem deals combat damage to a player, you may cast your commander from the command zone without paying its mana cost. So let's say Aminatu, this is 5 mana, Aminatu is 3 mana, 3 loyalty. Turn 5, Aminatu, you minus 1 her for the third time, she goes away. Geode Golem came out the previous turn, let's say, and then he goes in... He tramples over your opponent's creatures and then deals one damage or something to them. Now you can bring Aminatu back for free, but you can do that with any Planeswalker. It's colorless, so I like that effect just in case you're like, hey, I want my Planeswalker, I want to use their minus ability or their ultimate many, many times, but I'm worried about having enough mana to pay for it. Geode Golem is there for you. He's a stepping stone for that strategy because he's a golem made of rocks. Treasure Hunt. One in a blue for a sorcery. Reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal a non-land card. Then put all cards revealed this way into your hand. This I could foresee only getting used like two cards because if only like a third of your deck is lands. Then it's like, okay, I pay two mana. What's the first card you draw? Oh, it's a crystal ball. Well, looks like you paid two mana and got one card. Or, sure, you'll get a land and whatnot, but you might get lucky. Who knows? Loyal Subordinate. I really like this one. It's two and a black for a zombie with menace. Three power, one toughness, so it's pretty fragile, and it packs a punch when it's attacking menace. It's a little bit harder to block, but again, that... <laughs> It's easy to take care of, so you wouldn't even want to attack with this guy, this your loyal subordinate, because his lieutenant ability at the beginning of combat on your turn, if you control your commander, each opponent loses three life. Amnatu only costs three mana, one of the lowest costing planeswalkers in Magic the Gathering. So loyal subordinate comes out, so is Amnatu already out? Okay every single turn. This is still in the mid-game, early game. Your opponents are not going it. You sure? They might be like, uh-oh, that's bad, and they'll be coming after you. But five turns go by, that's 15 life. 
three turns go by, that's nine life each, pretty much halfway done for them. And they're worried about other stuff. They're not so concerned with life. They're just trying to get everything rolling out. And even one hit, that's still like three life to the face every single game. That's as if this guy attacked everybody every time your turn came out. Ugh. Okay, that was a bad comparison. Anyway, we only have 20 life. This card was designed for Commander, in which we have twice as much life, which makes it twice as dangerous. And Jin of Wishes, three blue blue, confirmed cost of five for a Jin. Is it pronounced the Jin or Din? Four power, four toughness, four flying Din. Enters the battlefield with three wish counters on it. You can pay two and a blue and a blue. Remove a wish counter from Din of Wishes. Reveal the top card of your library. You may play. Bleh. You may play that card without paying its mana cost. If you don't, exile it. Okay, so you pay four mana, and then the top card of your library goes into the battlefield. That would work great with Aminatu's first ability, and also it enters the battlefield with three wish counters on it. So you could even minus her, bounce him, and more wishes. <laughs> If you were like, hey, can I have infinite wishes? Now you can. And the final card I've got for you today, tonight, it is for me. Boreas Charger, Tuna White for a Pegasus with flying. Her mana cost a 3 for a 2 power, 1 toughness, pretty fragile. But you kind of want this card to leave the battlefield because when it leaves, choose an opponent who controls more lands than you. Then you search your library for the number of playing cards equal to the difference, like planes, the lands. Oh, I just drew a planes. Now I can make white mana. That kind of planes. Not like, oh, this is a plain old card. It's boring. <laughs> Put one of them onto the battlefield, tap, and the rest into your hand, then shuffle your library. So you have a 2-1 flyer that can deal damage until it eventually dies to something, and then you get mana off of it. How awesome is that? And that is the Aminato's Oathbreaker. But not Aminato's Oathbreaker deck, but what cards from the Aminato Commander deck that would be pretty decent in Oathbreaker. And I hope you have a wonderful night yourself, and see ya.